swarm of billions of cicadas known as Brood X will emerge in May. It's If You're Listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. Okay, we have not talked about the cicadas, <laughs> but I am obsessed with it. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yes! I, I am both horrified and fascinated by this. Has this happened in our lifetime before? Because yes. I feel like, why have I not, why was I not aware of it? Were uh, we children? I, we were, the last time I remember it, we were both in community college. Okay, so I just was not really in tune with the cicada happenings, I guess. The only reason I remember it is because at the time I was, uh, when I was commuting, I was listening to a talk show that was out of Washington, D.C. Oh, yes. It, it was happening there well, big time. And I, I guess maybe that's part of it is that we're just far enough north that I don't remember cicadas being a huge thing when we were kids. Right. I now hear cicadas all the time. Right now, I just hear an air conditioner. Uh, <laughs> a little different. I paused because not because I was listening, because I was thinking. But I, I specifically remember pre-pandemic, I was in Palm Springs. And I don't know why, but the cicadas were like out of control loud. Um, it's, it's like a chirping noise like yeah. a like a but a constant is that right yeah it's like a constant chirping and it like it's really crazy because it's like when you start to hear it like more will chime mm. in and it'll fade out it's like a very very bizarre thing but um i think this is fascinating and i am both i feel like this is both um cool and the start of a horror movie yeah i think there's definitely a cool t-shirt idea in the name brood x Bro- oh absolutely absolutely yeah. Um, Ramsey. Hi, Heather. Do you want to know what album we're going to do today? Um, I think I already know what album. No, I don't know what album. Well, you know what band. I know what band. Uh, we have, uh, spoiler alert, recorded a lot of episodes today and, <laughs> <laughs> and in no apparent order. Uh, um, yeah, I was talking about my favorite places to sit and that I believe that inspired this album choice. Yeah, exactly. So today we are going to do Bleacher's first album, Strange Desire. Uh, from 2014. Um, Ramsey, what's your familiarity with uh, the band Bleachers? I know that Bleachers was dating Lena Dunham. <laughs> Bleachers, yep, uh-huh. And I know the song, I Want to Get Better. Great. Because you sent it to me in Great. whatever year that was. 2014, probably. And I liked it. Great. And uh, this Ends my familiarity with Bleachers. That segment is over. Okay, so Bleachers is literally just the stage name for Jack Antonoff. So Bleachers is just Jack. So He's no longer have... with Lena Dunham, right? Where is she? What's she doing? Uh, I believe she's working on some new show. Did she work on... Did she work on Industry? Mm, you like that. Am I crazy? Is that I real? don't know. I don't I feel mean... like I've heard anything from her since her book came out. Or Girls Ended, whichever was last. Yeah, she worked on the TV show Industry. That's all I know recently. Oh, uh, right. uh, I don't know if she directed the whole thing or what, but I do believe, yes, yeah, she worked on that show. Um, highly suggest. Good show. Good show. Yeah, um, I, haven't, I haven't taken you up on that, but I will. You should. I also just watched all of the television show Love Life this weekend, so I'm on one. What is... Tell me anything about that. I've never even heard of that. Anna Kendrick. Okay. I like her all right. Uh, I don't really actually think I do like her that much. I don't think I dislike her. I feel like I don't actually have a feeling about her. Uh, She is a millennial in New York City, and it's about her dating life. That's all. Okay. 
it's kind of set up as each episode is a different person she is uh, having a relationship with. Um, it's like it's a cute premise. I've I've never seen Sex in the City, but isn't that somewhat the premise of that? Oh no, that's more about the Friends, right? And the city, <laughs> which is a character, yeah, kind of the. the <laughs> The fifth, the fifth character, character, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the fifth character. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I am such a New York City. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. I'm a Samantha. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know which character I would yeah, be. Yeah, I don't know what that means. the first person that popped into my head. Samantha's the one that's kind of... Um... Is she like the mean one who's not coming back? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Uh, it's Kim Cattrall, yeah. Uh, okay, so Bleachers is... Jack Antonoff. So we have done, we have covered a lot of Jack Antonoff things we, on this podcast. We did podcast. Jack's Mannequin, which was a spinoff. <laughs> different, different, different. That was by his mannequin. It's not by him. <sighs> different. Okay. So Jack was or, or in the band Steel Train. I'm sure he was in bands before then, but Steel Train was his first bigger band, I believe. Okay. Um, As we've talked about, I love that band. We did that on... I don't know, some long ago episode. That was in um, your apartment. I remember recording it. It had kind of an orangey uh, label. Yes, that's correct. Um, then he joined the band Fun. Mm-hmm. which Period. Yes, Fun, period. Fun was with Nate Roos from The Format and, oh God, Andrew something from An- Anathalo? This is like a fucking release. Andrew, Andrew. Doss from Anathalo. Okay. Whew. I almost got there on my own. Um, But the other thing is that Jack is a songwriter and producer for a lot of other people. So he has worked with, I have a whole list actually directly in front of me. Taylor Swift, Lord, St. Vincent, Lana Del Rey, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, The Chicks, like tons of people. Only ladies? Kevin Abstract? I don't know who that is. Okay. Nope. I was just naming the people I know. When you said (laughs) The Chicks, I briefly thought you were describing the list. Kevin but. Abstract is from the group Brockhampton, so I actually do know who that is. And then Troy Savannah. I actually don't know. Oh, this is a YouTuber? Ooh. South African-born Australian singer. That's so many things. Singer, huh. songwriter, actor, and YouTuber. That That is a lot of things. I don't know who that person is. But Multi-hyphenate. Like, a lot of hyphens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he does a lot of things. Bleachers is... Um, is Bleachers my favorite thing he does? Interesting. Maybe. All right, does that count his producing? Like his Taylor Swift I, songs? I'm counting all of it right now. Wow. Uh, okay, I think I might like Folklore more than I like a full Bleachers album, but Bleachers okay. is... Okay, I really love Bleachers. <laughs> Got it. Um, He doesn't sing in fun, right? He's just a guitar guy in fun? Or whatever he does? He might sing backup, but he's not the lead vocalist. Okay. That's correct. That's correct. He did sing in Steel Train, though. I don't know. What else do you want to know about this? <laughs> this is the is this the first Bleachers album? It is. It is. Um, oh, this is a, a fun fact. Uh, Bleachers music is heavily influenced by late 80s and early 90s and the high school-based films of John Hughes. Oh, interesting. It's fun. I... And like that, no, it's not fun. Uh, that's a different band. But uh, but uh, like having a high school influence and then naming your band yeah. Bleachers is fun. Yeah. Um, is the song I know on this one or was that later? It is. It is on this okay. album. Um, How yeah. much does, does he do the whole, is like, is he like a postal service where it's just like, well, no, that's two people. Does he do it all himself or is there anyone else on this? 
Let's see if I can find that out quickly. It looks like, okay, so like I want to get better specifically. So the credits are performed by Bleachers, written by Jack Antonoff and John Hill, produced by Jack Antonoff and John Hill. So there's not a bunch of other people, but let me click on a couple other songs. No credits on that one. Great. We love that. Um, (laughs) We love that. uh, That looks to be consistent. It looks like he maybe, (laughs) it looks like maybe he wrote this with one other person. So yeah, it looks like mostly it's just him. Okay. And one other person, John Hill. Okay. Good job. Good. good. Yeah. Good job, Jack. And John. And John. <laughs> um, Ramsey. Show me that album art. Great. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at a black and white photo of Jack laying on a a, be- a mattress. A bear mattress. A bear mattress. I think he's wearing a suit and no socks. And no shoes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like no socks. Well, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> He's barefoot. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, it's all black and white. There's just empty white space at the top and bottom that says yep. Bleacher's Strange Desire. I like this font. Wait, but do you see what's over here? A pile of clothes? Is that what that is? It's a ventriloquist dummy. What? Oh, I see it now. I had that exact dummy. Excuse me? That is Charlie McCarthy, a famous dummy from the 30s. My a family friend gave me that dummy. It's creepy as hell. Well, and Jack is dressed like the dummy. He is. Interesting. Yeah. Um, that's very funny. Like mine, it it is missing its monocle. It's supposed to have a monocle? Yep. Ugh, sorry, I just zoomed in on the feet. Ugh. Oh, I... I... <laughs> I didn't is it not that. zooming while I do that for you? It, it is zooming, but like I, I don't think I'm getting your full window, so I don't see exactly what you're zooming in. I was trying to zoom in on the dummy, but I... Oh, but the dummy's on a different bed. Oh, that's fun. It's got a little cot. Yeah, that actually has blankets. The dummy like, has sheets, yeah. Yeah. I guess you don't have to wash dummy sheets. You do have to wash them, or you don't have to I don't think you them. have to. I think you can just leave them. He's not going to sweat. Right. Is there, like, something directly next to the dummy? It looks like the dummy has a stuffed animal. I don't know. Wow. All right. I went from being kind of eh on this cover to, to loving, loving it. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I it. like it. It's fine. Um, wow. Uh, Jack Antonov and I have a lot in common. Let's talk vintage dummies. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, all right. Shall we play this? I'm ready. I remember this being kind of electronic. That's my main I think, takeaway. I think you're going to love it. I haven't listened to this in a while. Can you hear that okay? Uh, you can turn it up a little bit. Got kind of a ringtone quality. It's a good intro. I can't believe we've never done this album. You told me the year, but I, I forgot it. it. Twenty. 2014. 14. Yep. Oh, I love it so much. I forgot <laughs> how much I love this album. He's got a, I think it's just the, uh, the key or the, what, whatever. His range. That's the word I want. Kind of a Sufjan quality. I can see that. This is around the time that panda bear album came out and everybody was putting a ton of echo on their vocals (laughs) 
This sounds like a 1980s song about running. Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah, this is very very 80s sounding to me. Yeah. I only see the t- the TikToks that you send me. Yep. But would you agree that when whenever anybody writes a funny song on TikTok it sounds kind of like this? Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would. Granted maybe I am more drawn to those. That's a good point. So yes. John Hill, who he wrote this with, I just clicked through, has written a ton of other stuff, like, with other huge artists, like Portugal the Man, Demi Lovato, Camila Mm. Cabello, Imagine Dragons, uh, Florence and the Machines, like, uh, Fall Out Boy, so many songs. So he's, like, a a huge songwriter. What is, uh, what is Portugal the Man's deal could you elaborate on deal <laughs> what what genre is portugal the man oh that's a great question uh rock rock okay a rock band i so i think portugal the man used to be like a kind of indie band and like was in a similar scene of like a lot of music i listened to but then they had like a huge song recently didn't they did i make that up am i conflating I them with another band I don't fucking know. They just showed up on my radar because uh, Weird Al did backing vocals on one of their songs. So it oh, ended up in my release radar. They've been around for a long time. They're just um, they're just a band I never got into. I don't hmm. think I really know super well what they sound like. And they're one of those bands that I feel like I would like them, but I just never, I just haven't sat down and listened to it. It's like a top 10 band name. I'll say. It's a great band name. I agree. Yeah. Maybe I should listen to Portugal the Man later. Ugh. This song is so good. It's, it's not the same vibe, but it's reminds me of like Bruce Springsteen. Well, okay, so on the new album, there's a song with Bruce Springsteen. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh... Jack is from New Jersey and really identifies with being from New Jersey for sure. Mm. Like he puts on a musical festival called uh, Shadow of the City. Uh, yeah, so you're not wrong. <laughs> okay. This is one of my favorites. Oh, when I was talking about TikToks earlier, it just dawned on me. I'm thinking of Nick Let's Go. Uh, the guy who does like the songs about the gremlins and uh, the political songs. Ah, I'll send you some links. Okay, great. This, what's this? Mm. What's this about? <laughs> uh, just a fun summer life. So the song's called mm. Roller Coaster. Uh. The first the, verse is... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. The, the phrase I heard was, we took the bones out of the road, and I don't think that's what it was. No, it was. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. So... <laughs> it was... 
Okay, the first verse was, it was summer when I saw your face. Looked like a teenage runaway. Oh, God, I never thought we'd take it that far. Some killer queen you are. Okay. Um, I assume that's a reference to uh, Queen. Uh, like, the band Queen. Yeah, I think that's an album title. Yeah, or a song or whatever. But, yeah, yeah. so then... Uh, no, I'm running and I can't stop anywhere I go. I think about it every day and night and I can't let go. Man, I'm never... I'm never the same. We were shotgun lovers. I'm a shotgun running away. Okay. Um, it's the chorus again. I still and don't then, know why the road has bones. So then we get to the... It's because it's their dollars. Um, <laughs> and also their money. Yeah. Uh, I didn't quite get that right, but you know what I was going. Um, oh, no. You did get it right. You were good. Oh, did I? Okay. Oh, yeah. the... Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> the second verse, the lyric is, we took the bones out from the road. Those endless nights that we traveled, we stole. You let your clothes fall on the floor and lit a fire while I waited for more. I don't, I don't, hmm. I don't know what that means. Okay. Also, it sounds like they're like not at home. So you're not going to put your clothes in a hamper. Yeah, that's true. Where are you going to put them in a hotel room? Yeah. Maybe on top of a suitcase. Yeah, but it sounds like maybe they just left. This feels like a whirlwind, so maybe they just got in the mm. car and drove. I mean... I still pulled... would not put them necessarily on the disgusting floor of a hotel, right. but, you know. I don't know. They're probably pretty sweaty after taking the bones out of the road. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Can't be easy. Uh, This one is called Shadow. I haven't listened to this in a while, so this is like... Wait, I'm sorry. One of the comments on the last song on Genius just said, people should listen to this song more often. It rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I like the earnestness of that comment. I love it. Give it a little thumbs up on Genius. That's oh our... God. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. Come on, my computer is really unhappy with what I'm trying to do, which is go load a website. As we've uh, established recently, I haven't seen Karate Kid, but I think this could work as a theme song to a Karate Kid movie. Oh, all right. Okay. This one, I think, is not one of my favorites, but let's see. Yeah, it's not knocking my socks off, but I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. What's it say after if you're feeling small about my shadow? I'll love your shadow. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's another case of me accurately hearing the lyrics and assuming I'm hearing them. And just being confused still. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm okay if you want to love my shadow. I just don't understand how that connects to me feeling small. The shadow is bigger than me. Yeah. Unless it's noon. <laughs> what time is it, Jack? The backing vocals on this, according to Genius, are Sarah Quinn from Tegan and Sarah. Oh. I haven't actually heard any female backing vocals, but... yeah. I don't know what that noise is in the background, but it's very, very odd. 
Yeah, it's it's. You may not of, be able to even pick it up. No, it sounded like a, a zoom echo, which was. No, it's it's something in the track. Oh, it's, I'm I, sure it's less distracting not being fed to you over Zoom. Oh, but. oh no, I, I was. It, it sounds like a. That, that's what it is. Right. Okay, but it sounds like there's something echoing in Zoom, even though I knew it was oh, part yeah. of the track. Oh, maybe on the shadow line, there's a a vocal there. Uh, I, I can't tell. I, I can't tell either. Ooh, I like that synth. Yeah. Be-doo, be-doo-doo. I don't have any strong feelings about my shadow. No, me either. Not, not particularly tied to it. Yeah, I like that it's there. It reminds me I'm not a vampire. What's the... Is it Peter Pan with the shadow? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. This is the one you know. Yep. This one, incredible. I like this song. It's so Did- good. Did you see what I think is Mike Birbiglia's most recent special? I don't think so. Okay. It's uh, it's about him. Now he has a kid. Uh, and this song is featured in it. Oh, okay. With a twist. Oh, okay. Backing vocals on this one are Rachel Antonoff, who is his sister and who's a fashion designer. Oh. Mae Whitman, the actress. Oh, her? And... And Andrew Dost, who's the other member of Fun, that's not the singer. Okay. Which, that's fun. That is fun. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also glad we're doing this album, because I feel like this album is a very... I don't actually... I want to see when it came out, but I feel like it's um, it's a very big... Oh, July 11, 2014. I was going to say this is a very big summer album for yeah. me. And now we're like finally getting into like actual warm New York weather. I yep. think it's like a... It's a vibe. I love it. And we all want to get better. Oh, yeah. This song. Yeah, it holds up. It's very good. (laughs) And I'm going to say it again. But something about that sort of like, there's not a lot of different notes that he's singing in the. But there's also moments where he's like cramming in a lot of words. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of. Bruce Springsteen and not the first band we've played on this uh, podcast that is you know sounded like Bruce Springsteen that I love so not surprising we're looking at you Gaslight Anthem yeah (laughs) yes good job thank you (laughs) Uh, it's not super applicable knowledge but I have learned a lot from doing this show with you (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's not useful no I now know those things for sure Jesse Lacey's name is taking up room in my brain. Don't yes, need it. it is. Uh, welcome to my life. My brain is full of useless information. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a whole video linked here of the making of the song. I'll save that to watch later. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to this in a long time. This is a good song. Me either. 
Ugh, so good. This is my favorite use of yelling in a song. Ever? <laughs> like, as a general category of yelling, this okay, is the fine. most appropriate. Like, he's he's so excited to get to that chorus, yeah. he's got to yell it. Yeah. That was another thing that this era of music was doing a lot, was repeating a vocal, like, the exact... Katy yes. Perry did it a lot. Okay. It's a good song. Oh, I don't know if I remember this one. This, this feels kind of beachy. It absolutely does. Oh, so, so beachy. Sorry, what's it called? This one's called Wake Me. Oh. Andrew Doss and Rachel Antonoff backing vocals again. That's a nice sentiment. <laughs> I will we'll say have... this. Oh, nope. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we, we'll have to do the second Bleachers album at some point. Because I'm looking through them now, and I feel like it's possible. I actually like even the second one even more, but I don't know. Hmm. How many I are like, there now? There's two, but the third one will be coming out. Uh, so they, he's really singles from the new one. Okay. One called Chinatown featuring Bruce Springsteen. Is Fun still around? No. Huh? Fun is not... Um, I, I don't know that they I don't know anything about that band stopping touring or something but I think they were just doing other things like Jack was doing this and like producing other stuff but um, Nate Ruth from Fun used to be in the band The Format and The Format was gonna do some reunion shows that have been now postponed basically a full year I no, see full two years because of COVID right because they were supposed to play I think um, uh, well I have tickets but it was supposed to be like last <laughs> like May or June or something of 2020 and it got postponed to like summer of 2021 but it's it, they're indoor shows so they they already moved them again um, to I think March of 2022 gotcha I have four shows that keep punting further and further out yeah I, according to my calendar on Friday I have a They Might Be Giant show that was moved twice and good. I will not be going to that yeah Do you think the knitting factory is an actual, like, they actually are knitting in there now? <laughs> My phone fell over because I was so annoyed by that comment. <laughs> it definitely felt that way. Um, no. <laughs> okay. That space, uh-uh. No, no. That's not a favorite venue? I don't love current knitting factory. It's okay. Is that the it's one okay. that's in Williamsburg now? Yeah. Okay. It's all right. Um, okay. This one is Reckless Love. I remember really liking this one. These do kind of feel a little similar. Yeah. I don't this, disagree. This feels like uh, modern English. Or wait, what's, who does Don't You Want Me, Baby? That's what I mean. Uh, 
the Human League? Human League, that's what I meant. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to pull that. Uh, this one? Okay, this one's all right. The vocal line is very similar to uh, 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 Aha, Take Me On, or Take On Me. The yeah. smiling away. A big man boy, I love okay. I like this sound. This also very 80s. Yeah. I'm going to retract my human league. This was inspired by AHA. Okay. Ooh, is this the appearance, the first acoustic instrument we've heard? I think so. So, Heather, you're not much of a lyrics, or you are a lyrics person predominantly. Is that true on an album like this, where it's very much a vibe the whole time? Each song? Mm, that's a good question. I would say something like this. Yes, I still like, I really, I know that I really like the lyrics on like Wild Heart and Roller, or not so much Roller Coaster, but like I want to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it doesn't always have to be the predominant thing. But like that's why I was when I was looking just now at the second album, I actually feel like I do have like a stronger tie to the lyrics on the second Bleachers album okay. than I do this first one. I do feel like this first one is more of a vibe, but the second one when I was just like scrolling through the song list, I do feel like I feel like I know more probably know more of the words. Okay. On the on the second one, which is interesting. Right. And I'm yeah. cu- I'm I don't know why that would be. I as we discussed many times i i go more towards the instrumentation mm-hmm. but the lyrics somehow just don't feel as prominent on this album and i don't know why it's i mean you're it's a vibe you're right yeah the song is with grimes oh elon musk's lady <laughs> lady i don't know if they're married. I don't either. <laughs> I knew exactly what your yeah. brain did, and yeah. Also, didn't they maybe break up at some point? I don't know. They had a kid. Uh, right? they have a kid. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. But you, yeah, that sounds right. So there is a genre of hip hop from the UK called grime, and for the longest time, I just assumed that's what she did. Just oh, I see. It's the same word, which so yeah. that makes no sense. Yeah. This one is a, this one's a different vibe. I like it though. Yeah. Do you listen to the band Beach House at all? I have. That's a that is one that I would definitely say is more of a vibe for me than like knowing yeah. any of the words whatsoever. This is interesting about um, how he wrote this. Um, uh, that one I wrote at my parents' house in New Jersey. That song is really a really special one because a lot of the time when I write, I'll make a track and sing whatever melodies pop into my head. With that song, I just took those and started cutting them up 
and place them all over the place. Hmm. It's the only song on the album that's really an actual sketch of how I write. I never rewrote the lyrics. I never redid it. That's actually kind of me freeforming. Interesting. And even when we play it live, I usually just change it and sing whatever comes into my head. That's actually very cool. Hmm. There's a Paul McCartney song that had dummy lyrics written for it, and then he wrote new ones, and he's like, "Mm, no, I like the old ones better, and it's just a nonsense song. That's funny. That inspired TLC's Waterfall. Oh my god. Yep. Okay. That was... Alright, that one was interesting. Oh, was that... Didn't like that. Little bonus grimes? Yeah, didn't like that. That could have done without that, if I'm being honest. It's an aperitif Um, of grimes. Didn't need it. Um... (laughs) This one is called I'm about to win the race. Like a river runs. <laughs> I like that. Me too. There's a version of this song he does with Sia, I guess. Oh, I love Sia. Yeah. Maybe that's not fair. I like four Sia songs I listen to over and over again. Fair enough. There there was some controversy I'm vaguely aware of that I don't want to suddenly get canceled for. (laughs) I think I know one Sia song. really remember this one but i really like it it's good yeah i like this one a lot yeah it's this one also sounds i mean it's not like the second album is a huge departure but this feels more like the second album to me oh, interesting than some of the other songs it's not like a it's like i said that's like a very i don't know like uh, and then maybe a stupid statement because the second album isn't like so fucking different or something but right i don't know this song is maybe the one that feels the most 80s to me i like it yeah Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So we're like, what, 10, 15 years away from everybody doing a revival of the music we listened to at the beginning of this podcast? Yeah. No, I mean, we're already there, honestly. Well, Machine Gun Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like that noise. I did not see this coming in this song. Yeah. This reminds me of Robin. Fair. I 
I, yeah, I still like shadow. it. I just didn't necessarily need that part. <laughs> He's hanging out in the dark. He loves my shadow. This guy just hates light. Yeah. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is You're Still a Mystery. Okay. Okay. Is this a sample? Or is this him talking? I think that was him talking. It was him or someone saying, I want to be grateful for the experiences that I've had repeated. Mm. It had that vibe of, like, taped off a of TV. Yeah. fun no Ugh. <laughs> hate you so he loves New Jersey and people yes. love New Jersey <laughs> yes that's true what state do you think has the lowest self-esteem oh, what state has the lowest self-esteem the fewest people that are like yeah, I'm from Delaware and proud. Well, people love being from Delaware. Right. Um, wow. Okay, this is a great question. Not that they hate their their state, just that they aren't going to like be the, the uh, Springsteen of their state. There's yep. Nobody's going for it. Hmm. North Dakota. I think that's an excellent choice. Like you're not, you're not even your own thing. You're north of South Dakota. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, I don't think I. Could I don't know that. anyone from a Dakota. Yep. I mean, you could you could convince me of either North or South Dakota. Um. Yeah, I think that's a good. I feel good like answer. they don't. I'm I'm sure actually that they're beautiful states, but um, yeah. they have no like. Claim to thing. fame. Yeah. Yeah. No claim to fame. No like thing. Do they even have a sports team? Not that I can think of. Yeah. Like, what's the biggest city in North Dakota? Where's Mount Rushmore? What state is that in? Great question. Is that in a Dakota? Couldn't tell you. Looking it up. Uh, South Dakota. Okay. So Sorry, I no. might have... Yeah. Oh, Fargo's the biggest thing in North Dakota. Okay, you got that. You got a movie, but it kind of makes fun of you a little bit. But it's like, is that positive? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Oh, Bismarck. That's the town I've heard of. Yeah, Fargo's yeah, the you... biggest by a lot. And one of your biggest uh, cities is named after a German dictator. <laughs> or German ruler. I don't know what what his politics Who? were. Bismarck? Isn't that a... Oh, I don't know. Mm, I Probably. may have slandered a long dead man. Let's see. <laughs> okay, I googled North Dakota tourist attractions. 30 musty places in North Dakota. Let's see how musty I think they are. It seems like Otto von Bismarck was an okay dude, so sorry, okay. man. Okay, you it's fine. You took it. You take it back. Um... 
Okay, so I am now on NorthDakotaTourism.com. Okay. And it is the 30 must-see places in North Dakota. All right. We'll be the judge of that. Yeah, exactly. Fort, number one, Fort Buford and Confluence Center. Absolutely not. I mean, uh, I'll go, but I don't, I don't must-see it. Number two, Fort Union Trading Post National Historic Site. Also going to be a hard pass. It's a one-two punch of forts. Yep. Uh, Turtle Mountain Chippeway Heritage Center. I mean, that's that's fine. I'm sure that's cool, but like, not that's not a must-see. Yeah. I'm not going to go to North Dakota for that if I'm right. there. Actually, I feel this way about all three of those. If I'm there, I'll see them. Yeah, this one I've... looks like it has a cool teepee, which is awesome. Um, Scandinavian Heritage Park, which is a tribute to the area of Scandinavian Heritage. I'd rather go to Scandinavia. Exactly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather go to Epcot Center Yeah. before I go. Uh, there's a trail. Uh, lake. Oh, we have uh, those everywhere. But I can't. I, I'm going to butcher the name of it, so I'm not even going to try. Okay. It's, it's definitely like a, um, a Native American name. Here's the thing. I'm seeing in these pictures. It does look very pretty here, but it's not. It's pretty lots of places. Right. Um, there's a zoo. Who's okay. singing right now? Do you know? Yeah, it's Yoko Ono. Oh, hey, Yoko. <laughs> I forgot that was coming up. Okay, Theodore Roosevelt National Park looks fucking sick, actually. Okay. It looks beautiful from this one photo of it. But um, that's going to be most national parks, so. The fact that, okay. like, that's the dude that started a bunch of national parks and they got the one that's named after that's him. pretty good that's pretty, that's pretty good. good and it like it really it does look very pretty here there's the world's largest buffalo and national buffalo museum a world's largest will is of interest mm-hmm. to me that's okay. that's a plus five to anything so it's got a couple of things but um i'm not going out of my way for any of these how do you think uh this like, happened anyone can reach out to yoko but like what what makes her agree to a project I could not tell you. Cause I, no, no disrespect to Jack, but like, does he have Yoko Ono clout at this point? That feels like a quite a get. I think he is incredibly well connected. Okay. Um. Possibly, yeah. All right. I bet he knew. I bet he had some sort of personal connection to Yoko now. That's cool. And this is a... Uh, so, the song title is I'm Ready to Move On slash Wild Heart Reprise, which was the opening track. Right, right, right. Okay, I recognize it now. Which is, a, I don't know, this is a pretty cool song, actually. Assuming he wrote the song, does it feel weird to make or to have Yoko Ono sing I'm Ready to Move On? Wait, say that again? Assuming he wrote this and it's not a collab? It is a collab. Okay. It says written by Jack, John Hill, the same person who he's written all these, the whole album with, and Yoko Ono has writer credit on it. Okay, I take that's it all cool. back. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. There's also a Bleachers Unplugged, like an MTV Unplugged, which that seems very weird to me. What would that be? Uh, I actually believe it's him acoustic at the Stone Pony based on this picture, which is fucking sick. But yeah, um, 
I like that. I'm curious about that. That would be a very different vibe. But, like, the fact that there was an MTV Unplugged in 2017 is very weird to me. Like, yeah, I didn't know it still existed. Br- no. I don't know. Huh. This one is a is, is a vibe and it's good and I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying this. And I like the idea of a reprise. Yeah. Ties it all together. Is this the closer? Penultimate. Oh. Uh, of all bands ever in history mm-hmm. that that did not get it unplugged, who would you most like to hear? Oh, of all bands. Yep. I want it to be something really stupid, like Limp Bizkit or something like that. Okay, yeah. (laughs) That would be stupid. That would be a waste of this. (laughs) Because I feel like most bands who, like, would sound good with an unplugged probably at least did some acoustic covers or something. Sure, sure. Who would you pick? My mind went to somebody... With very little or no acoustic, I'd like to hear what Postal Service does. Like, just a piano and a guitar? That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, this is the last song. This is called Who I Want You to Love. Okay. I wonder what the answer is. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if the song tells us. Um, I like this part a lot. Yeah, it's really pretty. I bet it's him. That's who we're supposed to love. Ourselves. No, specifically Jack. Got it. Okay. I mean, sure. That organ or whatever that is in the background feels very late, late period Beatles to me. <laughs> yeah, I, this is this is a great closer. I feel like. Yeah. I was all ready for Yoko to end it. That's not a joke. I was not making a Beatles breakup joke. Wait. Oh, I see. (laughs) Is that a drum fill? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. payoff was not what I expected there. Interesting, yeah. A little bit like... I mean, here's the thing. I don't think you're... I, I think this also sounds um, very Beatles-esque right here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, incredibly. Oh, that... Ba- whatever's <laughs> yeah. on that bass, that was some McCartney bass for sure. Yeah. Less this guitar effect. No, now this sounds like John Mayer. Uh huh. <laughs> you would know, Street Team. Yeah. 
another detail that does not need to take up space in my brain that Heather was on the John Mayer Street team. <laughs> Your body is what door? <laughs> The, the door buzzer cut off me singing John Mayer, ensuring that it will stay on the podcast now. <laughs> hey, uh, how long is this outro going to go? Um, another minute. Okay. I can fill a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Anything longer, I would, I would be a little nervous. We'll see. Yeah, it's pretty. And it definitely feels like a closer when you go that long. More grateful talk. Yeah. Is this the same recording? Or is this someone else saying that? I feel like this is different. I feel like it, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like it was him at the beginning. And this sounds like it's someone else. Mm. I mean, this is definitely not Jack. Right. Sounds like a woman. Maybe the, his sister. Could be. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I do not remember that outro. Oh, God! Oh, that's the song with Bruce Springsteen that it started playing. Um, Bruce Springsteen is collaborating with Obama. Bleachers. What is yeah. he doing? I mean, you know, Bleachers did their Unplugged at the Stone Pony, so him and Jack are probably best friends. Give, um, me, give me a taste of the Unplugged. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, here, why don't I pick a song you know? Please. That gives you one option. Here the band mm -hmm. here, and we're essentially celebrating... Um, Carly Rae and Lord are, are featured on two of the Unplugged songs. Oh, man. So making the records can be really harsh and, and very intense and kind of pull you apart. But, uh, you can skip ahead. Oh, you didn't want the exposition? <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I forgot about the Unplugged that you can hear the crowd. Yeah. I don't like it, that. I don't like that. All right. Nope. I'm good. I don't. I don't need to go back to that. Um, <laughs> I'd rather just go see Bleachers live. Yeah. Uh, mm. Do you hate audience participation? Does that ever happen at the shows you go to? It happens all the time. I don't okay. mind it when it's happening in person. I find it very cringy. Mm -hmm. Recorded. After the fact. Yeah. <laughs> in the moment it feels authentic like a recorded version of it that you weren't there for yeah. it just does not capture the actual energy of that moment and so i don't love it um i do have a follow-up question on this go for it if you are instructed to sing a backing vocal or something like that do you actually sing it mm, depends on uh the song the artist and how drunk i am Okay. 
Those are that makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, I am likely to. Um, okay. Hold on, my Zoom is freezing. Oh yep, we got we got a little bit of a delay. My Zoom may be frozen. <laughs> I can still hear you fine. Oh okay, it's back. Anyways, okay. Um, okay, great. Finally, uh, the technical difficulties we've had today are truly something. Um, it's been a real journey. That's it. That is that is the first Bleachers album. Yeah, I I enjoyed that album. I thought it was really solid. Uh, I initially said that it sounds a little samey in the middle, but I, I kind of would probably mm-hmm. back away from that criticism. I think there was a lot of variety in there after all. Yeah, I would like to, which I actually probably will do this while I go run my errands this afternoon, listen to the second Bleachers album now, is like a comparison of back-to-back, because I think I might like the second one a little more. I also wonder, too, if it's just like also because it's the more recent one, that it's the one I've listened to Mm -hmm. uh, more frequently in recent history, but to be seen. I mean, overall, I still love this album. I think Jack's songwriting is great. Sounds like by the second album... He did get better. Sure did. Um, <laughs> that's it. I don't have anything else. Do you, Ramsey? Uh, I'm going to say this is very exciting. If you don't already know, we got a Patreon. And you can listen to even we do. more we do. bonus episodes and all kinds of... What else can they do, Heather? Uh, you can vote for what episodes we... Or what albums we're going to cover in our bonus episodes. You can get stickers and upcoming merch um etc yeah that's true if you uh if you join within this month you'll get a free bonus sticker just because we love you it's true it's true and we like mail oh man we're gonna have so much fun (laughs) um yeah that's it where can people find you online ramsey you can find me at ramsey ess and that'll take you to everything i do heather how about you at heather shay s-h-a-e um leave us a review on itunes and if you're listening.com, we'll take you to everything else. It sure will. I think that's it. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.